Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the podcast about pop punk, emo, the revival, cool bands. The uh, we are, I think we are the number one uh, Hoobastank podcast Jesus on Christ. the internet. Now, That's not what I wanted. I'm also not going to look up information as to whether we are or are not, so... Uh, according to me right now, we are the number one Hoobastank based podcast on the entire internet. That was not my prerogative going into this podcast, but here we I are. I know, but you know, sometimes you create something and it becomes something different than what you originally intended. And we don't have control over that. It's just the reason. This episode is with our <laughs> new best friend, Hansel of Nightlife. Uh, this is a very good up-and-coming band. So when we found out about how good they were and how popular they are, we're like, hey, do you want to just uh, be on our podcast, please? Like, please, you're about to be real famous. Can you just be on our podcast, please? Well, Hansel and I have connected to through Twitter the last, like, I think, year and a half, almost two years because of mainly COVID and everyone being on the internet. And I was like, oh, yeah, nightlife. I love this. And then, you know, he has produced Pink Shift, fucking banger of a band. And in the morning, another banger of a band. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of made sense because we also only stand and talk to nice people. Only nice people. Yeah. So uh, that is you probably can guess from the beginning in the intro. That's what this podcast is about. Um, so please stick around. Enjoy. Listen. Before we get into that, if you are, if, if you enjoy this episode, if you enjoy any of our episodes, make sure you follow us on your podcasting app of choice, uh, Pandora Radio. I think we're on there. Oh, <laughs> shut it, shut up. I'm pretty sure we're not. Um, I hate that. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, or Apple Podcasts. Please follow us. Leave a review if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we also film these as a Twitch video, as a YouTube video. You can see it over on our YouTube channel. Like, comment, subscribe. We got some more YouTube videos coming this week. Uh, YouTube.com slash emo social. Don't miss out on it. Don't miss out. Don't be boo boo the fool. Don't miss out. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil you. But if you're checking out our Instagram, you might have seen like some, some, some hints, teasers, some ideas, some teases. Uh, yeah. So make sure that you're following us over there. Uh, you can harass Lizzie on Twitter. Yeah, you can. X emo social club X. Uh, Same on TikTok. Name on TikTok. Make sure to DM her. Uh, I did reply on Twitter, though, a couple weeks ago, and that was... I was surprised. I woke up and I said, what's going on? Why is why I'm am I talking again. on Twitter? And then I said, oh, there's math talk. It must be Brian. It I'm is Brian. Me. Who's me? Who's <laughs> you right now? Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Emo Social Club. That is where we are at on Instagram and Facebook. I think that's all we are. Don't... Yeah. Follow us on the other ones. Don't follow Go the us on other Facebook. ones. Facebooks are just it's just there just to That's be not there our shit. to it's remind not our shit. you that we exist, I get. But even when I've like been on our Facebook or like I try to post in like Facebook groups to like promo us, mm. I can't even tag our podcast. It's the worst. It 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 just it's ridiculous. Just go to the other ones. Listen, we are 
young. We are, you know, hoomers here. We're hoobas. Okay, Hoober. Okay, Hoober. Listen, we're on that level. Get on our level. I love it so fucking much. Uh, Yeah, so follow us over there. Let us know what you think. Tell us that you like us. Uh, Make sure after the episode is done that you listen to the Nightlife EP and you follow Hansel and the band on everything. And uh, without anything else to, uh, to to talk about. Oh, merch. Except for our merch. I was like, our merch as soon as I started sh- saying that sentence, I'm like, we definitely have something else to talk about. Yeah. And it's the thing that we have notoriously almost always forgotten. <laughs> you know, it's been a while since Brian and I have remembered to actually record an intro together. <laughs> After a stream in a hot second. The top Hoobasting podcast. I don't think anybody judges us for it. <laughs> I hope the person in Nebraska drinking their three buck Chuck from Trader Joe's listening to Hoobaskink Pandora Radio is enjoying this thoroughly. You'll get it once you listen more. Emosocialclub.com slash merch. Check out our summer stuff. Uh, slash store. It's, it's getting Emosocialclub.com slash store. <laughs> Check out our summer stuff. Uh, it will be not summer very soon. Uh, so you want to get that now because there's some sleeveless stuff. Uh, also, though, remember, anything... if you get sleeveless stuff and it's fall, winter, you can layer it. Ooh, layers. We love layers. We are Y'all, in the Midwest. Layers. It gets fucking cold here. Layer it Y'all, up, baby. Layers. Sun's out, stay inside. Layers. N- and know, New Metal's making a revival. Get our New Metal shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's It'll very cool. cute. Super comfy. <sighs> My brother walked up to our box of merchandise the other day and he pulled out the sun's out stay inside tank top he said are you gonna make this into a hoodie and i said i don't know he said i want it as a hoodie and i was like what are you doing here y'all y'all better follow us for when we make that into a hoodie (laughs) (laughs) courtesy of my youngest brother you're welcome (laughs) all right go check out the merch go check out all the stuff we love you we appreciate you thank you for checking out this episode and listen to it here now here we go Without further ado, Hansel <laughs> of Nightlife. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with our friend Hansel Romero of Nightlife and also producer of some of your favorite bands, Pink Shift and In the Morning. Thank you so much for coming on and that we finally were able to chat with you all together. <laughs> I was so hyped. I'm so happy to be here, y'all. Thank you. <laughs> that, was so, that was so cool. <laughs> so I, I am in an internet silo, and Lizzie has built that silo for me so lizzie is constantly like here's music you should like here's music you will like 100 and like through twitter and instagram like we're just following like all these acts and uh apparently everybody loves you and that's the silo i live in like it's just like everyone has been so stoked for this new ep uh everybody has been talking about how much they love it everybody's had it on repeat uh, also Lizzie really buried the lead, not telling me there was a Rob Thomas cover on it. Cause I was like, I was like listening to well, it. And I'm so like, good. wait a second. He, it's almost like a spoiler angri- if they do. I know. He angrily texted me. He's like, why didn't you tell me this? I'm like, it was in the press release. Did you not read it? He's like, no, you're supposed to tell me. Yeah, you're supposed to tell me when somebody covers Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. <laughs> you're supposed to let me Dang. know. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, I even <laughs> forgot that I put it in the press release. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I try not to spoil it. 
-hmm. so how uh did you get everyone to love you so much and can we uh learn anything from you uh uh, uh, that's a great question (laughs) that i don't know the answer to um I just like making friends. I mean, this is like I mean, the question. The answer is really just like reflected on the community, honestly, because like everyone is so cool. Um, I mean that like I've just thought that I've always thought that like art kids and indie kids were so cool. And I was just not an art kid or an indie kid like in high school and stuff. So I was like, dang, I wish I could be like cool and artsy and whatever. So I don't know. I always thought uh, everyone that I meet on Twitter right now, especially like is just so cool, so dedicated to what they do. Um, and they all have like very distinct personalities with what they do. I don't know. I just find it really inspiring, like all the fucking time. So damn, I, I really didn't answer the question. Did I? Um, <laughs> it was, it was a question that was a little facetious, but I also want to, I just know, took it and ran. It's fine. You did I want to, I want to <laughs> steal your secrets. You know, I want you to tell me, how you did it so that I can then replicate it on my own and say, this is my homework and then sign my name at the top. Oh my God. Order pizza. Or yeah, that's my <laughs> best. Mega <Yeah>. mind energy. <laughs> uh, well, I'll oh, let yeah. you also introduce yourself and say about the EP, talk a little bit about, uh, about, you know, why we have you on and promo all your stuff as well. Awesome. Sure. Um, so I'm Hansel and conveniently I have, a burp probably coming, so I'm going to be struggling. Hold on. I got this. All right. Anyway, I'm Hansel. Um, I am chaos, and I try to keep it contained, and, you know, however Love it happens, it. it does not. In any case, uh, I sing and I produce for uh, Nightlife, a new band, soul punk band from Baltimore, um, part of the really, really sick Baltimore alternative scene we got going on right now. It's crazy. Um, we got Pink Shift. We got Sherry and Moore. We got a hardcore band I'm in called Drip. We got another really cool indie band, um, Turnstile. Uh, <laughs> forgot. Um, clipped again, but that's appropriate for t- Turnstile. Yeah. Anyway, clip for Turnstile. Um, we're one of those bands, and I said what I do, and we make fun music, I guess, um, but also sad music. I don't even know what kind of music we make yet, honestly. We're still like figuring that part out. But uh, yeah, I mean, we put out an EP. It was sick uh the, i did not and could not have expected the reaction that we got i just know that i was finally proud of something that i'd made for once um for myself i've been proud of things i've made for other people of course but um that was to me just like okay time to put something out and we did and now my life has changed and i'm uh completely overwhelmed <laughs> hello <laughs> Did that so uh, comfortably, though. <laughs> it sounded like you were doing like a weird TikTok intro of yourself. You're like, okay, this is me and this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I don't know. It's great. <laughs> but what kind of propelled you to start to make your own music? Because obviously you do a lot of production and you also just do like a lot of hype because you also run the scene facts, Twitter. So you're kind of like a lot of behind the scenes. So what kind of propelled you to do more of your own type of music and then be really like in the forefront of it um it's it's like a combo of a couple things right first and foremost like i uh, totally clear i am so proud and i love the body of work that i've started to make with other bands and other artists but i also realized at some point last year or so um that i had been hiding behind other people's music for a very long time um in different ways and I, as a musician who's been working at this for however long and just loves and lives and breathes music, I didn't, I finally came to the conclusion that it just wasn't fair to me to, to hide behind people and to let myself do that. Um, so that's one hand. 
So, and the other was, uh, yeah, there's like a, I'm a Leo rising. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that started to come out in a big way. I'm having a little Mariah moment and I've always like, <laughs> right. Um, but I've always kind of had like a secret desire to be in the spotlight a little bit. And um, I have just been learning how to let it be less and less secret as I've grown up. And this has been a very big practice of that, I suppose. So I hope that answers the question, yeah. but yeah. I get it. I mean, I don't understand anything about astrology, but I just assume that like, whatever the, the very basics telling you to okay. do, <laughs> or the sun is telling you to do. So I'm about to bastardize an explanation so that anybody oh listening <laughs> that knows is going to be, I'm this so will be sorry. like the 20th um, explanation is, I've had, but I'm still oh gonna be no, like, no, we're going to have to have like a whole like episode, just somebody trying to teach us astrology and then breaking down <laughs> each of our birth charts. One of my friends did my birth charts, but also my mom doesn't remember when I was like the time I was born. So everything can be completely off really. And I'm like, I don't get this. There's a lot of numbers here in math and I, I don't do that. <laughs> Fair enough. That's just hard. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Numbers be tricky, you know? It's yeah. just, I don't, I don't know. I feel like your personality is not based on the planets, but I also understand that people are acting in a certain way based on when they're born and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, there's yeah. something here. I don't know what it is, but there's something here. But I don't know what it is. That's, that's it. No, that's it. Like, I really genuinely believe that. I don't know if I believe our interpretation of astrology as it stands, but I do know that there's very clearly something there that we don't understand yet that is happening. Like mm -hmm. the moon or how it affects water or how um, the time, like you said, that we were born, where you were born determines the kind of life that you have. Like, these are things I don't think we know fully from like a big picture humanity's sake kind of thing. Once we do, maybe we'll know astrology. But until then, <laughs> I enjoy knowing that I have that part of me that can excuse the part of me that wants to be Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I think that part is in a lot of people. <laughs> like, uh, like you said, you wanted to be like front of the stage for a minute and like kind of have your moment as well, which I 100% get <laughs> because uh, I'm Aquarius, I guess. I don't know. Planets. Yeah. But your, your birthday is in February. Yes. Well, I know. I know. I am an Aquarius. That has been told to me. Aside from that, I don't understand anything. But uh, I do understand. You know, kind of wanting to be in the front, get some of the attention on you a little bit. Like as a producer, I can imagine it's a little bit of like, "Damn, I'm good." Like you should know who I am. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I will, well, man, I don't want to say it like that. Like that. You can. More like... You can talk positively about yourself here <laughs> i'm a but it's thank you but it, it, it's like <laughs> when you want to be an artist as well or when you just like making music like i happen to as a on top of producing and just the way i learned that um it just becomes that you're like wow i know all this i know how to do the thing i know how to make music uh nobody has to pay money for me to make music so i feel like i should be talking to somebody who can do other stuff that has money um that was more it's, I understand what you were saying, but yeah, yeah, that's kind of like where I was going with it a little bit. Yeah. Here at the Emo Social Club, we typically listen to the bops we grew up with. Yet, there's new music out there that you haven't even heard of. 
We're going down to hang out with some Georgia peaches. The Killikey House to rock out to their upcoming EP, Without Wax, that comes out on Friday the 13th via 59X Records. Pulling inspo from Against Me and the Menzingers, the band creates an emotional atmosphere tethered to relatable lyrics. You can listen to their debut single from Without Wax, Bridge Too Far, now on all streaming platforms. If you're in the Atlanta area later in August, on the 21st, they have a house show benefiting Partner Against Domestic Violence. Ask a punk for more info, and make sure to give the Killikey House a follow and reach out to them on Twitter, FB, and Insta at the Killikey House. That's at the K-I-L-L-A-K-E-E House. No, that's understandable. And I know we've I've seen you like tweet out like, oh, look, I have like producer credits and like everybody should be putting, you know, production credits on like, you know, Spotify and everything. And I think like that's also hugely important because like it's not just always the artists doing it on their own. They have a team of people doing it until like kind of get that recognition is very important. Yeah, I really I agree with you. And I like that it's becoming a bit more transparent that music is a team effort, or at least the best music is uh, usually. Um <laughs> But to that end, uh, yeah, I think that credits are super great. I think that it's awesome that uh, producers and producer credits are becoming a little bit more the front of the mind. Obviously, that's a that's a nerdy thing, so I don't expect it to be like a mainstream, like, yeah, uh, Metro Boom and fucking produce that beat. I know that by heart. Like, No, but I, I get it. But definitely there are times that the producer has a very, very, very big part in how what you hear turns out uh, or happened. Um, it always starts with, you know, if a song is great, it always song, starts with a great song. And the artists themselves have already done the hard part in making that happen. But a producer really does the other hard part, in my experience, where it, you have to make it all make sense in a way that is palatable, for lack of a better phrase. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. I'm, li- I'm very glad that it's becoming a bit more mainstream. But um, yeah, it's a good thing. I think one nice thing about everybody understanding that music is like that that more collaborative effort especially with i think a lot of the changes in the rock scene the pop punk scene the alternative scene is that uh there's more like individual artists so you know that like they're working with a team rather than like a band where you're like yeah that group of four people or five people they wrote every note and if they didn't Mm -hmm. then they're a shitty band and i hate them and it's like, no, it, it, you're always working with other people. You need other people in the studio. Like, I, I, I mean, every time I've ever been in a studio, people have been like, that idea sucks. And it's like, thanks for telling me. <laughs> like, I would have. Sometimes you need it. Yeah, yeah you yeah. need that. But like having that sense that like these are the five people, they write every note and this is all them. You know, like all those old memes of like, look how many people it took to write a Beyonce song. And then look at how many people it took to write this song. And it's like. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't have any bearing on anything. It, like the amount yeah. of people that wrote a song has no bearing on anything. And if it, it like at some point with however many people you have on there, it's like if it's like nine people and it still sounds like a cohesive song, like that's an accomplishment to me. Yeah. Like how would you do <laughs> yes. that? Because there's a lot of ideas there, or maybe you drop some. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I wrote that one like line, so I need credit on it. You know. Yeah, or I was in the room or whatever it is, but regardless, yeah, that's cool. 
or if you like take a like a, a thing that's like reminiscent of another song and then tom petty's reaching out like hey sam smith i wrote that line and then he's like all right you get writing credit on the song then <laughs> sometimes that's the easy way to handle it right <laughs> it's the Easier, best way to handle it like exactly yeah it only it only helps everybody's career i think mm-hmm. i could have taken all the credits for lonely Oh. But I gave Rob Thomas a writing credit. No, I'm kidding. That's so, that's <laughs> so nice of you. I can't believe. So nice. <laughs> I know, right? I think of. I try to think of everyone else when I do things. Um, You're so selfless. About myself. I'm selfless. Thank you. <laughs> I'm always thinking of Rob Thomas when I'm in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always thinking of Rob Thomas when I make decisions. What would Rob Thomas do? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I just Rob Thomas like I'm here at the Baskin Robbins. <laughs> I'm here at the Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> Yo, what do you think about this shirt? <laughs> I need your hot take right now. Please answer your DM, sir. I'm I'm in a pinch. Sometimes you need a little bit. You got to phone a friend. Yeah. Uh, on the same question about producers, though, I was, I was actually talking about this earlier today, and Lucy, you'll know exactly where I'm going with this because there is one producer out there who gets on a oh, lot of records. And your I, I do not care for him as a producer because I just don't think the music he puts out is good. But then I'm like conflicted because I'm like, okay, he's writing like a lot of the stuff, you know, you know, when he's mm -hmm. the producer, cause it sounds like everything else he's ever done. And it sounds like he's produced all of it and he just wrote it and he just sits in there and, you know, he's like, ah, I play guitar. So just like have your vocalist come in. Here's all the words. Just, just sing this, you know, have a good time. This isn't who I thought it was. I'm excited. Interesting. I wasn't going to say the name, even though I've said it's it like, many times that like, I would. It's like a game now at this point. I know. It's I like know. A... I wouldn't be blowing up our spot if I even said the name because it's like I've said it so many times. Everybody should have an idea. Um, nah, I'm a Wikipedia fiend, so the, the clues are nice. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, yeah. Uh, in the chat, yes. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's like, okay, so I guess I, I kind of land on this thing of like, it is a collaborative effort. And I kind of hate it that like a band will go in, work with this producer, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, no, fuck that shit. The band needs to write everything. And like all of a sudden, my entire opinion about that thing changed. But I think it's because I don't like what he writes. I don't like his mm -hmm. style and I don't like his vibe. And I really don't like uh, uh, that he like is using it as kind of an ego boost for himself. That it's like, this is my role now. I am the celebrity producer and I am known as the celebrity producer and oh this is who i thought okay good, we're good. <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> uh okay, I, we're good. I don't know maybe that's like a different vibe on him than like you know anything else but i just feel very like uh, i want everyone to write together i want there to be a lot of good music out there maybe i just hate him because he's got an ego and he writes bad shit <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not always the best, but yeah, I mean, it's easy to hate somebody like that because of their ego. I mm. mean, it takes a lot of balls to put your face, at, I mean, to do what he's doing and know that people are saying, yo, stop fucking getting on shit. And he's like, no, <laughs> fuck y'all. Like, I'm going to make music. Um, that he's takes like, who the fuck are me. you? But yeah, that's the, that's the Suge Knight uh, being like, here's another song. Shut if up. You don't want to be all, <laughs> if you don't want somebody to be all up in the videos, you know, come over to Death Row Records and it's like, oh shit. He's, We're just packaging it up. Yeah, he's the puff daddy of, of the pop punk scene. <laughs> that is that is bold. Uh, wow, but I, I understand the parallels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I listen. I've said this a lot too. That it, like, I really wish that they would take a step back and let, or at least find a way to let some newer faces come in. Um, but I, 
obviously that's a bit of a selfish desire. But um, I also wonder how much I don't know about what that situation is. Is like, is the only person he can work with Lil Huddy, or like, can does he have the opportunity to actually ask? a pink shift or something what's happened or a mamata or something like what's going on in the scene right now um i think there'll come a time when he does step back i i don't know how soon but it, it'll, <laughs> it'll happen um but until then i mean i don't like everything that he does but i'm really stoked on some of them and mm-hmm. to me when i get stoked on one of them it's like oh okay i could be with the future too i mean not that i wouldn't be but you know what i mean like mm-hmm. this is dope um that was a lot i was just rambling yeah I don't want to be like, I'm noticing that like, you know, sometimes these takes might go somewhere <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to make my, my own personal take on this. This is my Brian's take. dropping hot tea and hot goss. I'm, I'm, I'm spilling so to. much tea over here. Somebody get a, somebody get a Swiffer. Um, we're we're going to end up getting into <laughs> alternative press again, but it's going to be for being controversial. <laughs> Unlike Hansel, who was an alternative press for being a good producer, even though they put you, they teased you so hard and they put you all the way at the yeah. end. That's called journalism, baby. It's called, <laughs> oh, I know. Brian, Brian texted me article. about it. Apparently. He was like, he's all the way at the end. I'm like, yep, that's journalism. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm just copying what what my journalism friend said. They're like, yep. yeah, yeah, that's, that's how you do it. it. It's a, you, you lead mm-hmm. with the, what I was like. See, I don't even know the terms. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you, lead with you, the... le- you lead with the hottest person on the block, basically, and then you bury the lead <laughs> so far down that they have to click on it and they have to stay on that page so they get some ad revenue money. That's wild. I didn't <laughs> listen. Let me keep my imposter syndrome for a moment. Just be like, that's not what they did. They just put me at the bottom because I'm new and cute. <laughs> they didn't want. It's not. They just put me on the cover for like by accident. It's fine. <laughs> if you're on the I cover, genuinely. that's what it is, you know. Also, like the photo's good. Like it's a good photo. Yeah, it looks it's a good, cool. Clean like photo. I click the on that, I'd be like, catching. oh, let me check I, this. I out. Yeah, super eye catching. The video is. I mean, I'm assuming it's related to the video, and the video is sick too. So like, it all looks very appealing, and it all looks like you know. Yeah, I'm gonna click on that. I'm gonna check this out. Well. Man, whatever the reason, I'll press like shout out. Thank you for putting me on the face. That was very strange, but I loved it. <laughs> um, do it again sometime. <laughs> Please do it again. <laughs> I, I liked it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm being so weird. No, dude, we're just going with we it. We love it. Yeah, I'm, I don't we're know cool. if you've noticed. We're also weird. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like that's y'all have just had practice, and I'm over here just. You know, feelings out. <laughs> whispering into the microphone sometimes you know what it is i've had uh, That's it. i've had 34 years of being weird i'm very good at it and uh at this point i don't think i can stop i think it's uh whatever planet told me to be weird i think that's what i'm gonna be yeah god bless yeah. i Gives think us all up. i think you're big like mercury or pluto energy that's maybe i could be wrong i don't i don't know what that means I've never met those planets, so I don't know. Oh, that's really unfortunate. Yeah, I met Pluto, bro. Oh, that's man. really fake energy. I, they they removed it as a planet, and I was like, I don't fuck with Pluto no more. Wow. Damn. That's real fake yeah. energy, Brian. Sorry, Pluto. You know what? These hoes ain't loyal out here. Yeah. It's actually just Pluto Brian. has Pluto has really bad PR. Like they, he needs to hire a new team. <laughs> he needs to get a new team going. <laughs> well, Pluto gets some new uh, a new manager. They yeah. can hit me up. It's fine. Oh my god. We'll deal with it then. <laughs> 
Uh, that was one of the stupidest things I've ever said, and I'm going to uh, put it in my Twitter bio. <laughs> no, that was brilliant. <laughs> Which I haven't updated since 2005. <laughs> Just put it in there, no context, and that's it. Just say I like math and I like Pluto. I hate Pluto. That's I it. I do love math. I'm a big fan of math. Oh, we got a math person. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I know. Uh, so the only other band... <laughs> I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask a question about music again. The only other band I've really ever seen called Soul Punk, and maybe there are plenty more, uh, was Let Live. So you are now the second band I've seen called Soul Punk, uh, which I feel like you represent Soul Punk more as like the infusion of like jazz and horns and more of like a soulful vibe to it oh don't say that oh no they're the ogs take it back i know <laughs> let, let live is is but but you have phenomenal. like a the newer fresher more active take like take yeah. on it of that like gets soul the music kids. yeah like it's the youth there's that another so nice there's another band called bad rabbits it's been a long time since yeah. i listened to them yeah and they're also like fucking phenomenal so it's like oh okay this is more like in that realm than the let live realm but it's both it's like yeah it's just got like all of those vibes to it and bad rabbits is so fucking good <laughs> and stop it's like it's like y'all there were like three bands that were like we we said we're making music we just want to make but there are three bands that we really dig what mm -hmm. they did ethos wise and it's let live bad rabbits and issues that's it and y'all named two of them already like <laughs> in terms of bands at least that was like put like oh i like that they did this with the sound or whatever you know what i mean but mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're definitely not as Love heavy it. as Let Live. Mm -mm. I feel like it's more like that the poppy sound, but yeah, Let Live is very. I don't know. I don't know if I would call them soul punk now, knowing that there are actual like punk bands that have done like soul infused stuff, right? Like they're like, yeah, we're just heavy. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I understand what you're saying. They're just the OGs. Like I know. they they to, maybe somebody else did it. I imagine somebody else did it, but. They just like pop. The phrase only exists in my head because of them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's so funny because like I was definitely feeling like, oh, no, I'm just copping this. Like I feel bad. And whenever somebody recognizes it, they're just going to be like, oh, they're just Jack and fucking let live. And yes, we are. So like, well, how do I, you know, like there's nothing I can really do about it um, because I chose to do it. But yeah, no, that's a it's worked in fam in our favor it's like been a, a natural association by that degree too which has been super sick i couldn't ask for anything better than my band being compared to fucking let live mm -hmm. uh but so we're we're we're, we're doing great <laughs> look I all mean, time you're... low jacked blink 182 and look what it did for them so you know take whatever you like and do it and eventually you'll be headlining festivals you know how it works was that i didn't even know that that's a cool fun fact oh yeah like yeah. i mean every band stole from the bands before them right like it's just it's just what you do and then you find your own lane and then you're like yeah that's my lane now and i'm gonna do that and then you know it goes where it goes but you got to take something from somebody else first and then learn who you are yeah no absolutely and i i now also understand why they say that like the best musicians are the ones that steal the most because that Im they just implicitly mean they steal a ton and they get a ton of language from people, but they have already figured out how to speak it in their own terms. Mm -hmm. um, and I always think that that's brilliant. But yeah. Well, you were able to do it fairly well because now you're managed by Rock Nation as of like yeah, man, literally the like the last <laughs> week, which is insane. 
Can somebody explain what's going on to me, please? Can you explain how that happened to explain? us, no. first of all? <laughs> no, I, listen, Jason, I hope you're not listening to this. If you are, dude, you're the best. Um, but, <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, he messaged us, like, I think Saturday in the morning. Like, and we put out the song on Friday. And we, it's funny, I, like, didn't look at the message because my phone was not functional. Mm-hmm. And I was trying my best to kind of organize that. And then um, I kind of just got around to it later. And then I looked at who messaged us and saw Rock Nation in his bio. And I was like, <laughs> no. Like, I, I, I dead ass was like, no. And then I texted the boys and I was like, y'all, no. And then they were like, we all we all collectively did a little, ah, that's a, ah, and then gave him our email. He emailed us that day. And then uh, we met a few times and we've talked about game plan but he was pretty sold from the start um so jason i realize i've been talking about this person and did not explain anything they are one of either two or like three people i believe that are working in the rock department of rock nation which they had only started about like five or six years ago Mm. um so they have like bands like we came as romans spirit box uh chan animals as leaders to name Mm. a couple touche amore which is super cool Mm. um but it's kind of it's a little bit limited, and it's a lot of uh, metal core bands or scene bands that have gone the uh, more mainstream rock route, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't worry, we're not doing that because um, we literally <laughs> can't. <laughs> um, but that's just kind of like the environment that the rock department at Rock Nation seems to be in um, from the outside, at least. Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how that happened. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's fine. I mean that's enough of an explanation because yeah. it, it it tells that tells the story of what happened and that's all anybody <laughs> really needs to know. It's as How far as it can go for me. Like there we he, go. he liked me. I don't know what that means. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I I will say in my personal professional opinion, not just because we're friends and not just because we you're here on this podcast, but listening to your stuff, it sounds like it does have like alt rock radio mainstream potential. Oh, that's so nice. I'm a, you know, I'm a pop producer. Um, that's huh. what I do. So anytime that you, which is ironic considering like Pink Shift doesn't sound necessarily like pop, but um, that's one example. But um, yeah, if you tell me that my stuff sounds mainstream, I'm going to really, really love that because I was <laughs> not trying necessarily, but like it's always kind of where I'm coming from, if that makes sense. Mm. Oh, yeah. I think cool. the fact, too, that, like, in your press release, you do, like, kind of relate back to, like, The weekend, which a lot of, obviously, mainstream people listen to The weekend. They know who mm-hmm. The weekend is. They know he's unhinged and uncut gems. So people like that type of stuff. So that's my I boy, think Abel. That's... <laughs> yeah, he's in that movie. I haven't seen Weirdo. the movie. But... I love that dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uncut gems is the most unhinged thing. I'm really glad I got, um, I got a, like, a, because I, I could vote in it because of the union. And I got, like, the copy for at home, so I watched it mm. on my laptop. And I'm like, I need to step away. Like, I'm going to give myself an anxiety panic attack. What is going on with Adam Sandler in this movie? <laughs> he's got he's to uh, cut cut the gems. Yeah. He's just trying his best. That's just, you know. He's just, just trying to story sell of his, a man trying his best to cut some gems. Get his he Furbies really? out there. His yeah. diamond-encrusted Furbies out there. With, with his friend, The, the Weeknd, who uh, he goes <laughs> and he cuts gems with on the weekends. Yeah. That's Sorry, the movie. Man, I'm actually busy on the weekend. That's my name. I actually only can work <laughs> Monday through Thursday. 
I kind of wished or hoped that like early on in like an, an act of naive dedication to the bit, like the weekend really did like do something special on the weekends. Like <laughs> I'm going to sit at home for three hours and read a book or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's my whole thing. <laughs> That's my thing. It's my brand. <sighs> I remember when he, like somebody played him for me and I was like, who is this? Who is this person? And nobody knew who he was. He didn't like put his face on anything. It was just like a voice. And everybody's like, who the fuck is this guy? And then Drake like tweeted it out and it's like blowing up everywhere and like how big he's yeah. gotten since then. And I always remember like, yeah, he was like just putting out these like random little albums and like nobody knew who the hell he was. Now he's like one of yeah. the biggest artists in the world. That was one of the most nuts things to watch early on. So, yeah. so cool. I mean, must have been even like I didn't understand what I was watching back then because I was. 15 i believe mm -hmm. um so it must have been even cooler to have some actual context to be like oh no this this dude's doing something over here yeah. he's growing i but i think there's like there are a lot of musicians that have been quote unquote mysterious you know like nobody know who this guy is but his voice is so good and everybody's mm -hmm. like you know kind of talking about it on like all the underground media all the underground news like oh check out this band like Drake tweeted about this this artist like who is this and all that and like I don't know if there's a ton of that in music anymore because I feel like mm. when it comes to like authenticity in our scene it's a lot of like who are you like we were talking before is like who are you I want to get to know you I want I want that behind it and if I don't know who you are I can't gravitate to your music and I can't like it as much like yeah. I need to I need to I need to see your face. I need to hear you talk. I need to know where you stand on issues. I need to like check your Twitter, like all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a connection thing. And I do appreciate that actually about this community specifically, because it is such a nice departure from, I mean, honestly, like um, this is like the punk rock NBA. Finn McKenzie says this a lot, mm. but like the metal fans specifically um, just jumping out a little are like very into like gimmicks. And like, I, I don't know, themes or something. Mm -hmm. So like immediately when you said like singers that don't, you know, you don't show your face, like there's a band called Sleep Token um, yeah. that is like Ugh, very I'm much obsessed. doing that yeah. thing again. Yeah, they're obsessed. so good. Um, and honestly, I find myself very torn about the gimmick to be to mm -hmm. be frank, but I really also enjoy the, the like artistic experience that they create. I kind of going into it as just like a, a watcher of a movie, so mm -hmm. to speak, instead of like, I don't know. That mask <laughs> is kind of funny, my guy. Like, nah. But it's yeah, very no, like totally, totally agree. Yeah, like who are you? Why are you doing uh uh slipknot? <laughs> Why are you doing ghost? Great you example. Know? Great uh, example. Yeah, and it is very like guar. guar. Yeah, <laughs> like why are you doing the mask thing again? Why are you doing it like as this like sort of culty religious experience, which is like it's been done, but the music itself is so good that I feel yeah. like even when I started to get into them, I like kind of forgave like the gimmick of it just mm -hmm. because like, like, damn, the music is so fucking good. <laughs> it's like, that's crazy that it has to be that, that you have to, I you know. have to like accept not the way that you put it was even better, but mm -hmm. yeah, like, accept, accept the gimmick and just be like, yeah, I, I accept the gimmick because goddamn, the music is so good. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a sad way to put it. But yeah, uh, and I do think that like with these new artists that are coming up now, like there is a lot more interest in like the music of it all. Like I've, I've said this to Lizzie before plenty of times. I think music is in one of the best states it's been in a long time. I think the music right For now real. is like 
real strong quality. Uh, I think people are happy to like things. I love that because I like liking things. <laughs> I'm a big fan <laughs> of liking stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Big fan of big fans. <laughs> but it's like, now I'm ready to like get into this music. I like the new artists that are coming out. I think, uh, like you said before, is like older artists need to step aside and put some new faces out there. It's like, yeah, it's happening. Now is the time for, for a lot of that. People are really passionate about up and coming artists. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, I feel, I feel good about it now, I guess. No, it's super cool. I think interestingly enough, um, it's just more and more people like making music is more accessible now. Like, right. Like perhaps I'm biased because I was watching my younger brother who had, who was a musician kid in high mm -hmm. school, but like his friend group wasn't musicians all the time. And the kids who weren't musicians were producers, at least mm -hmm. like a couple of them. And it seems to me like most young friend groups have a producer in them or adjacent to them nowadays, which is such a crazy thing. Um, so I'm not surprised that that kind of like introduction or like ability to see what it's like to make music a bit closer mm. kind of is given this inherent dedication to some of the new people. I think that's cool. But that's my hunch <laughs> based on <laughs> literally nothing. So we good. Interesting. You know how the sausage is made. And so now you can have more appreciation for sausage makers. I didn't like the metaphor as I kept that's it going. Nice. Wow. That was yeah. really okay. Yeah. I didn't that love the metaphor. Good. Sorry for the metaphor, but if you know how it's made, if you know what it takes to do it, you can appreciate it more when it's presented back to you. Precisely. Yeah. Perhaps that's what's going on. Perhaps. But maybe people also just are stuck on their phones and we're getting better at <laughs> shoving music at them. You know what I mean? It, it could be equally that. But I agree with you completely that like music is, is there's so much good stuff happening right now. It's mm -hmm. unbelievable. Just like pockets and even in the bigger spaces like Billie Eilish's album, like that was unreal like to listen to the it. fact that we have an artist that big experimenting is so cool mm -hmm. uh we have the baltimore pocket that i'll always brag about like mm -hmm. we are doing some serious shit over here it's really weird um it's just pockets now there's a lot of people there's a lot of culture happening mm -hmm. with music maybe that's also what it is hey listener guess what we got merch in our store emosocialclub.com slash merch you can check it out now we got some tank tops for the summer uh, we got a new new metal logo, a new new metal logo, go go go, and it's uh, it's kind of a '90s new metal vibe that also comes in a tank top, and we got a tank top that says "Suns Out, Stay Inside," which you know you're emo, you don't go out in the sun, it's bright and it's hot. EmoSocialClub.com/store, check them out, get them. All purchases go to help us just make more merch, get more cool stuff. You're helping us out. We're helping you out going off your sleeves going off your arms if you don't want sleeves check it out emosocialclub.com store there are a lot of people i feel like nowadays like some of my friends like they aren't on like twitter so they don't get a lot of like newer music but sometimes they'll send me songs of like either pink shift or like have you heard this band i'm like yeah i've heard of them like a year ago like, <laughs> but they're still listening to it and it's getting into their ears one way or another and i think one because covid everybody's inside so everybody is on their phone so they're kind of like looking into new things but at the same time i think it's just like there's so many like newer bands and it's fresher and people don't want the same things that they've always heard and i think there's just so many 
new outlets especially with coming back with like there's hyper pop new metals coming back like there's all these different bands and genres <laughs> making a resurgence that people are like oh i listened to like lincoln park religiously like when i was younger but these new new metal bands are the same vibe and i can also still go see them in person rip chester bennington um and like have that similar experience now but also have a little bit more openness with it i guess mm-hmm. i mean i think it's a good sign if it becomes that the older generation realizes how accepting the younger generation would be of them should they just want to be a part of the space mm-hmm. um because that'll encourage more older people to be down with it and indulge in their the things that they loved like that like good I, i'm a big fan i do think foo fighters needs to stop just stop. period period just on the stop <laughs> the dg's thing That's was it. too much for you that wasn't even a problem like it's it's like their last i don't know how many records it's like okay i and i don't i don't necessarily have that much against like dave grohl as an artist or as a person but it's like if you really believe in the strength of rock music stop making it <laughs> like <laughs> let the new people start making it like there's so many more people picking up a guitar now and learning to play guitar now, but that has nothing to do with Dave Grohl or the Foo I mean, Fighters. I, yeah. I will say he, they just brought out Radke, which is a band that I have loved mm, for like the last true. like five or six years since I found them. And they brought them out on their most recent tour. And it's just like three brothers who just make rock music and they i only found them out because they did a cover of the teen Titans theme song and it fucking slaps oh that's cool and it fucking anybody listening obviously listen to nightlife and listen to anything hansel's produced but please go look up Bradkey and listen to teen Titans theme song (laughs) and everything else they've ever done because it fucking hits (laughs) but they've done that in some retrospects but it is kind of like either bringing up new talent or just like introducing people like doing different collaborations. Cause obviously they have the willpower, they have the power that they can just do. Um, but it would kind of be like that better integration of like these legacy acts starting to say like, yeah, we want to work with the kids. We're not going to be old, you know, crotchety dudes and be like, <laughs> this isn't real rock music. It's like, shut up. Like, be quiet. Go sit down. Exactly. <laughs> it's weird. Like it's not gatekeeping. Cause I know they're not like, preventing new artists from being discovered but there certainly is a lot of like you are taking up space still you are taking up like rock radio time you are like still headlining festivals you are still like getting a lot of attention on the internet and it's not it's it's for you it's for dave Grohl. it's for foo fighters it's not for like like i was thinking of collaborations and i'm like well bring me the horizon has been uh fairly okay i think that bring me the horizon is going to do way more with collaborations but just like let's just work with artists like let's just work Mm -hmm. with like people we like uh let's put uh baby metal and nova twins on our ep that we put out yeah brilliant Uh, choices yeah on the same ep that they put somebody like youngblood like that's very forward i love that yeah and it's like what if dave grohl said i don't care about me I care about the new up and coming artists and we're going to put out a record where we collaborate with a bunch of people and like learn from them and make new music from what they've created. Like, so it doesn't just sound like some lame dad rock record. (laughs) Damn. 
I'm playing a Foo Fighters. You right, you right. You're right. I'm we're, playing we're gonna, a Foo Fighters set on Saturday. We're gonna get a bunch of like dad. I was about to say you're playing Foo Fighters. <laughs> yeah, I'm this literally Saturday. playing like like an Red hour. Red Hot Chili Peppers. And it's Foo Fighters, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Nirvana. And I'm like, wow. as you can tell, so stoked, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that sounds like fun music, at least. Although I understand, like, uh... yeah, it's all like older. It, you know, they're older stuff, and I it's hope for a that... '90s. Day. I hope that when I get there at two in the afternoon, um, there's some also crazily drunk lady who tries to dance with me again, yep. like last time. That was the last time. Yeah, it'll happen. It's <laughs> it's one of those suburb bars where you're like, oh, oh, hell yeah, brother! I came out here some red hot chili peppers. I like it when it goes. <laughs> I didn't oh, like any of no. them. No, I, like I didn't like the any of them. Do- 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 it's like right? no. I had a visceral <laughs> reaction. I'm like, oh please, yeah. I need to leave this bar right now. Yeah, I, I'm not even but in I, the bar. But I still have 55 minutes of a set left. Oh no, that's <laughs> just one song. <laughs> Life is pain. Yeah, it's. I I I don't know. I I understand that there are people that like like Lizzie. You work in radio, so you probably know that like the alternative there's stations. There's so many Foo Fighter songs. There's, there's way so too many Foo Fighter songs. So many. And wow. like it's hard for it's still hard for new artists to get broken into the mainstream through radio. I'm sure because kids are on their phones, not on the radio. They can't drive nope. yet, and they don't listen to. I don't know. They don't have the Sirius app on their phone. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that that's a thing. Sirius app on your. I mean, I have Sirius app on my phone, but that's just me being. <laughs> You're a in radio. radio that's, that's fine. fine. <laughs> that's me being a nerd. So that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lizzie, like, what do you think about, like, these new artists, like, getting attention on the radio and, like, getting rid of, like, Foo Fighters and Red Hot Chili Peppers, like, like the programming of having those big artists and, like, taking them off, giving more well, room for new artists? they are never going to come off. So there was this one article, which I've referenced a lot of times, that was done, I believe it was Rolling Stones about a year and a half ago, and it was concerning K-Rock, which is one of my stations. And it was talking about literally somebody said, why is there always red hot chili peppers? They asked their programmer, <laughs> I said, why is there red hot chili peppers all the time? Why do I always hear? And they literally said, like, I just don't know. It's just <laughs> there and it's a staple and it'll be there forever. So red hot chili peppers, Foo Fighters, and I really thoroughly believe Weezer are going to be those big threes. Well, probably Green Day, too. So those big fours. Yeah. That are going to be mainstays that you're always going to hear, at least for like the next 30 to 40 years on wow. radio. Wow. Jeez. 100%. Green Day's on new Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> well, you don't want Rivers Cuomo to be your new <laughs> Paul McCartney. Jesus. That could work for me. I'm I cool. Honestly, I would, I would like a unhinged Rivers Cuomo over Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fine but with what, that. When it comes to like that and like breaking into like mainstream radio, you have to start out so small and like do the hustle of like college radio, mm-hmm. online streaming station, podcast now. And then it is a lot of like wheeling and dealing and record deals. Also, if anybody else is listening, this is just my general advice. If you connect with your local radio station um, and they have a local show. So like out here, we had WKQX in their local hour and then XRT has Big Beat, which is their Monday night if you reach out and start to be buddy buddy and like be befriend those DJs, they will try to get you on. And that oh, is another cool. way to break into it is to find your state, your local bigger station to say, 
and submit your music, but also just be very professional, be friendly, know how to send a press release, know how to talk in like a corporate professional manner, which I know we all don't fucking like that, but I'm fine with it. It's the way I've talked to DJs about it, um, about some friends, our friends joyful were on XRT, one of my former stations and you know, the DJ was like, they were so nice. They're so professional. Like, this is what I want to work with. And I've been telling everybody I encounter who's in a band, <laughs> be super professional, be super personable, be flexible and be open. And I think that is one way that we can start to get a lot of these newer bands, especially more diverse bands, because we know rock music and rock music radio is super white. It's super white mm-hmm. is how we're going to get more people people of color, non-binary individuals, just non-men in general, and non-white individuals and queer individuals on to mainstream radio or more in like the mainstream like atmosphere. And that's like yeah. so important to be doing and to know that information too. Here's to hoping. I mean, it sounds like <laughs> a very, very difficult thing to do, but um, but you did lay it out. That's a fucking life pro tip shit right there. <laughs> it is. Uh, just DM Lizzie on Twitter. She loves that. Yeah, just just ask. Don't me. don't DM Lizzie on Twitter. Just if you <laughs> ask me about um career or mentorship, or I will help you redo your resume. That's fine. Don't be weird about it though. Don't people. Can you get my song weird. played on the radio, please? No, no. Sure can't. You sure <laughs> can't. Absolutely not. <laughs> what if I ask nicely? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, please. May I have some radio play, please? <laughs> Gonna just be a, a crumb. It's going to be a, a visual joke for the YouTube oh vid. God. <laughs> uh, jumping off what Lizzie said, too, is like, I think the health of rock music right now is based entirely around the fact that it, the the people that are the most interesting in the scene are non-white straight men. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that that is like the biggest thing that is creating a healthy rock scene right now, because there are so many people that are interested in it, in pop punk, in uh guitar music in general that are non straight white men uh and the music is fucking good so everybody's into it and it's like yeah oh shit turns out everybody can play guitar and we just need to move a lot of these like white men to the side and like give some other stage time for them uh down with the hewless okay maybe not that bad (laughs) but like i like where you're going i like where your head's at yeah (laughs) i mean obviously like you and the bands you work with primarily non-straight white men led uh uh so like is that is that part of like your your direction too is like let's give more voices to to people that are not straight white men <laughs> oh 100 percent. um literally like i'm guilt and i are recording right now um which is super super exciting i love their music they're um, so good and oh, they're so so good and i was so stoked when they actually reached out because i was go- i ash will tell you i reached out to them like I love y'all music. If y'all ever want to do like a single or something, and they were like, uh, we were literally talking with our manager today. We were emailing you later. Uh, and I was like, oh, love that. Um, nah, but it's as many voices that are different that we can get amplified right now. It's all, it's only for the better. And that used to be more of like a blanket kind of like, oh, it's, it's all good kind of thing, or it's only going to be good, but it's really like, that's why, and I'm going on a tangent a little bit, but that's Please. why I don't really love it when like people are, talking shit on like the newer like 
he who should not be named whose name rhymes with uh ravis carker mm-hmm. um all those <laughs> songs like i get it they're not necessarily the greatest and that's a fine opinion to have as well mm-hmm. but i also find like what the willow song there was so much unnecessary hate toward willow for transparent soul which mm-hmm. is by the way, a great song. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That so entire well. album is great. So good. Very great representation of what can be when you let an, an, a non-male, non-white voice actually have a say on their album, too. Because Willow produced a few of those tracks as well, which is super mm-hmm. cool. Um, not totally, Travis, thank God. But to, I said the name. <laughs> but to <laughs> well, that yeah. end. We're, yeah. we're all trying to be really, like, di- like low-key here but, but you know yeah. what we all get it we all get it <laughs> yeah but to that end i mean somebody on the flip side of that thing is like somebody hears transparent soul or somebody hears good for you and everyone said it at this point but really think about it like the next thing they do if they really care one out of ten kids is they'll go type in pop punk in their spotify play the spotify playlist they have and hear mamata and mm-hmm. then hear ping shift and hear whoever and then one out of ten of all those kids or however many it is will actually be able to connect and relate with in a very special way that band or that artist. And all of a sudden we have another lifelong fan. Um, It's obvious. It's always one of those things like, duh, but like we can't understate the power of it right now, especially with how quickly like technology and social media let things grow and change like that. We're in a moment where young people are encouraged to at least to some small percentage rate, look up what's going on in this scene. Like that is a complete W like, for forever but that being said um not sure i haven't seen the whole thing or listened to the whole thing but i'm not sure about this little hoodie track i gotta feel <laughs> it out i gotta feel it out that's fair that's fair i'm sure it's kind of i'm sure it's dope and that you know in fact i'm positive that that tweet that went viral in our scene about like what the fuck is this and it was the little hoodie music video yes. it was like a few days ago um i have a feeling a very strong feeling that that was just an ad that that was a paid for thing mm-hmm. um because that's how you get the conversation going and i actually doubt that it went well i didn't see it on tiktok it actually probably blew up on tiktok to you know i wouldn't be surprised i haven't seen it on tiktok honestly okay so it it hasn't i know there's people talking because we were like why is tyson ritter of all american rejects on here and i think it samples it like very like gives you hell they sample gives you hell. oh no that's right people were complaining about that yeah and i saw i listened to it i'm like Okay, I'm like, then are you going to be mad at Jaden for basically sampling almost every single Blink-182 song you've ever heard on the radio? <laughs> Again, with the stealing, like, they're putting it through their language. Yeah. It still yeah. sounds like emo rap or pop rap or whatever. Like, I, that's cool with me. If you're going to do insert Blink-182 song that I should know here. Like, yeah. Good. That, <laughs> do it that, with, with the new elements. And everybody, we learned what um, psych marketing is today on this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit uh, steal and uh psychically convince your fans oh to love you and to buy your records and to perfect stream you Unlimited on Spotify. money yeah i do think um like you were saying the, the uh, and we were talking about before is like yeah that language is being reinterpreted i just love that it's being reinterpreted by there's this thing in rock music where you're like and i was i was watching this video on like panic at the disco with uh and like people were so mad that they started and like they didn't pay their dues and i'm like that's such an outdated thought now like that that to me is just like 
especially within the last year where a bunch of bands and artists recorded stuff and it's like when were you gonna pay your dues like you can't go anywhere <laughs> yeah. so yeah i'm gonna go dues, play to you know? nobody empty yeah. venue and pay them to play exactly so it's like if we are saying that bands have to do this this is the only way you become that all of these people now are interpreting the music without any of that without any mm-hmm. without anything that the rock scene did before they're interpreting it just based on the music just based on what they like from from the vibes of what it was before and then saying oh i'm gonna do this but there's still those like rock people rock dudes dads i guess i don't know brothers brothers hey really if you ain't giving out on the road you know how you gonna pay your dues and it, oh, it yeah go listen to Sather. yeah <laughs> brother you ain't listening to Sather. you don't know what you're talking about uh <laughs> you're right i was talking about hooba stank <laughs> My brother i got 20 bucks of hooba stank in that jukebox don't you dare touch that touch tunes <laughs> I can't. Like, there's gonna be a point where I answer, and it's gonna be so much worse than you in terms of the accent. <laughs> that it just won't be worth going on. So I'm cutting it here. Oh my god. <laughs> Hard cut. How far can we push each other to do a terrible butt yeah. rock accent? A new the game to is, play. It's like, am, is anything that we just said untrue, or like it's, it's a relatable impression? You're like, yeah, I've definitely seen that Hoobastank fan before in the world. <laughs> I'm that Hoobastank fan. I oh my god. But... I'm the Hoobastank fan. I am the one but, who hoobs. <laughs> I don't like that. I will absolutely use that going forward. So, fun fact, Hoobastank was my first favorite band. Okay. I was uh, six or seven. At, no, no, I'm lying to you. I was like nine or ten. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I grew. I learned. But mm-hmm. I was definitely one who hoobs, as you one said. One who hoobs. <laughs> I did enjoy my, my era of hoobing. <laughs> So I, now hooping's an uh, an adjective now. Everybody use it at yeah. your own risk. Go hoob on your own. <laughs> go hoob. Go hoob later. I don't know. Go I don't hoob, like no it. Stank. It Leave means nothing. <laughs> it's a meaningless phrase. <laughs> even when they use it. You put meaning to it. You put your yeah. own meaning to it. Yeah, we attribute meaning to words. That and is how language good. works. <laughs> yeah, hoobastank created a uh, <laughs> a language unto themselves when they called their band hoobastank. I, the more I say there it, the more it feels special. like, you know, like it's like, that's not a it's real not a word real anymore. Word. Yeah. And I know it's not a real word, but it is a real word because Hoobastank used it. There's some Hooba lore out there. There's some Hooba life You're about to, styles. you're going to, there's dis- so much Hooba lore. You're going to like disassociate here saying Hooba. Hooba. <laughs> Hooba. I respect the Hooba. They put will, out the reason. I will also. The reason uh, is you. All right. Babe. The reason is you, y'all. <laughs> Uh, I will also acknowledge that Hoobastank, not that bad a band. Like, actually pretty I was good. Say, all right, all right. They're not yeah, that bad. I'll, I'll, yeah. You can make fun of a lot worse bands. Yeah. But definitely make fun of that name, because what the fuck were they yeah. thinking? It's just the name you can make fun of. The music is actually pretty good. Out of Control is a great song. The Reason is still oh. a top 10 banger. Like, it's still really good. so hard. Yeah. You still get goosebumps at the end. Absolutely. I, I dare you to try not to. Yeah. Uh, Running Away hard is another day. really good one. That, like kind of like my own heart right now. That kind of like <laughs> rising chorus. We're like, why are you running away? <laughs> uh, feel it, man. Oh, we're hooping. We're hooping. <laughs> we're hooping out here. Sorry, guys. We had to hoop on the pod. <laughs> we're gonna have to clip this and then tag Hoobastank <laughs> and see if they respond. There we were Please, on the pod on their hooping. New TikTok. <laughs> they have a They're TikTok. Shiny. Maybe they can define it. 
they ha- they was they made like that I saw one okay. TikTok where the singer was just looking at their gold record of the reason and the reason was playing <laughs> and he was looking at no it was a poster of like Hoobastank okay and it was the name in particular and it was just the song and then he turns to the camera and goes I'm not a perfect person because <laughs> he named it Hoobastank like I know I just explained to TikTok and that's so lame no that's so okay funny. so funny I love it uh so good. Somebody wrote Hoobers in chat, and I could only think, okay, Hoober. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Where my real Hoobers are. Drop hoobers some at. hoobs yeah. in the chat. Drop some hoobs in the chat. Oh, God. This Drop hurts. me on hard-ass hoob. Oh, my also, God. Also, somebody who pointed out that whenever uh, when, when in the video for the reason, he says, I'm not a perfect person after he hits somebody with a car. <laughs> <laughs> like the yeah. context of that like, guys i'm sorry i did hit and run it just it just be that way sometimes i'm not like, a perfect person sometimes i run see, over a girl perfect and sometimes i rob a bank i'm not a perfect person you know <laughs> you it'd know? be that way sometimes in life and you just gotta roll with it i deserve a little forgiveness here i think dude she's not breathing <laughs> fuck <laughs> i mean listen i've been trying to give him a lot of credit for being a gateway to emo bands now sure. that i know that they spent a whole video gaslighting people <laughs> I know that they were totally ready for it. We were good. Perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, uh, so that person on the ground? My car next to them? No. Nah, Couldn't be so me. I don't know what you mean. Look. Is, now, is Hoob- was Hoobasink the original Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss energy? Honestly, <laughs> listen to the reason and ask yourself the same thing. It. There are, there is somewhere tonight. What time is it? Nine thirty-five p.m. Oh my god! Totally somewhere in Nebraska. Oh my god! There Nebraska. Is a middle-aged woman who's just pouring herself a glass of wine and with Pandora radio on on her Alexa god, is listening Pandora. to the reason with some fucking yeah with Pandora with some fucking <laughs> wine. Maybe it's a three buck chuck from Trader Joe's. Like, it's hap. I know it's out there. I know it's. Out there. <sighs> I'm somebody, so sorry. Somebody wrote Huba Stan in the chat. Everything is... I I can't lie. I know too much about the hoops. Is will will the nightlife merch when the shirt drops be nightlife x hoobastan? I'm not a perfect person. Yeah, with the infinity <laughs> sign. Nah, but if you see that that infinity sign show up, don't ask any questions. My own business. Oh my god. Everybody just don't ask any questions. Just just buy the shirt. Don't ask. Just know you're gonna look sick in it. Like that's it. Yeah. Just move along. Yeah. For infinity. Honorary Hooper. Yeah. Without even knowing it. Somebody's like, that a saying shirt, brother? And you're like, oh, no. shit, is it? Is it? Uh, Was I indoctrinated oh, and unknown to have been? No, 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 no. Gotta go. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not a perfect person. I want to throw out some plugs, and then we will chat uh, with, with the chat a little more. Uh, so where can everybody find you? Where can everybody stream the EP? Where can everybody follow you get to know your thoughts get to know everything about you oh my gosh um you can find me on twitter and instagram twitter's hansel underscore mp3 and why am i giving myself first follow the band it's a nightlife <laughs> underscore xo um then follow me if you want but like don't it's just like shit posting and like me at 7 a.m in my bed deciding what i want to say that day um you know <laughs> do if you want oh ooh, follow scene facts because that's fun that's fun. Bird app where I am where we where we bird app. The stupid bird app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nailed that. Whatever the last two minutes were, you're welcome. Killed that. 
Can they stream your uh, your EP New Low on everything, everywhere? They can. Thank you. You're so good at this, and I'm not. Pandora yes, <laughs> stream the EP at like, all streaming platforms, including Pandora with a glass of three buck chuck if you so choose. In the middle of Nebraska. In the middle of Nebraska. Amplify it. Where my Nebraskans at? Drop a Braska in the chat. Drop a Braska. <laughs> So what? So with your EP, you announced on Twitter. I think it was like literally this morning or yesterday that you're working on the second EP. What can you tell us about it? Um, thankfully for now, since we're the ones that do the music, we could just talk about it until our manager yells at us, which okay. I hope he doesn't. Hi, Jason. Um, Get out of the chat. Don't be in the chat. There Close was the stream. <laughs> you can't hear this. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, we're, we're, we're working on new music. We're going to do an EP2 of new songs first. And then maybe toward the end of the year, we might do a thing I won't talk full detail about, but know that it'll be like, it'll, I can't just say, no, it's going to be cool. Nah, it'll probably be like seven tracks. It'll be songs you know, and also songs you don't, and a new experience and of all of it. And hopefully, I, like it's really just if I can get my shit together and make that happen in the next six months, but we'll see. So new, but, so yeah. secondary EP within the year. Correct. Within if, okay. if again I get on my ass by like November. Everyone, go follow Hansel on Twitter and get on his ass through yeah. social. Oh media. my god, I really won't do it. I will like be like, nah, I wanna watch baseball today on my phone. <laughs> then somebody on Twitter will be like, I want EP two, and I'll be like, oh, but the game. <laughs> He just hit Entirety that six home run. Is your accountability buddies? <laughs> it's my gym. My gym buddies is just me practicing, producing, or actually producing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Encourage me to actually work out. Thank you. <laughs> well, cool. We will keep this conversation going over here on Twitch with a few of the people that are hanging out with us. So, if you're listening to this or watching the video, where are you? Why aren't you there? You should hang out with us over on Twitch. Uh, go follow Hansel and go follow Nightlife on everything. All those links will be in the description of whatever you're listening or watching this on. Uh, Twitter is the main place. Go and, and you know, pester until EP2 comes out. Uh, and, of course, watch the video. Stream it on Spotify. Turn it on your Pandora radio. Oh, God. Um, Get your Hoobastank shirt on. Check check the live journal for all of the Hoobastank lore. I imagine <laughs> that that probably exists, too. Jesus uh, just, I'm, I'm the know. moderator of the Hoobastank live journal editorial. <laughs> Uh, yeah, scene facts is the other, the other Twitter. So if you're not getting a response on, uh, on, on, on Hansel's personal Twitter, just, just, you know, scene facts you're like, oh, they're everywhere now. They're coming at me on everywhere. <laughs> just be surrounded. surrounded. <laughs> It'll be good. Uh, Perfect. well, yeah. How I wanted it. <laughs> go get, go, go get it. Go get it now. Million streams Monday. We want to hear it now. Uh, make it happen. I can't do that. Everyone else can though. They can just everyone else leave. can. Not for they you. Can just, yeah, oh, they can just leave the EP on the background. That's for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. We will continue the conversation over on Twitch. Hansel, thank you so much for being on the pod tonight. Oh my God! Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, if you liked it, if you enjoy listening to Hansel and our conversation. Make sure you tell people about it. Make sure you tell people about nightlife. Uh, make sure you tell people about Pink Shift. Make sure you tell people about it in the morning. <laughs> like, just tell them about them too. Be like, yo, you like these bands? This is a podcast with uh, they produced most it of the. And, like, with the we've, we've, we've talked with really two good. out of three of them. So, oh, also, if you're Pink Shift, get on, please. 
yeah let us talk um okay, i will sure. be at your shuba show with mannequin pussy so if that's where it has yeah. to go down it's so be can't it. say that word on the podcast lizzie the saint radio mannequin <laughs> no i saw that they were saying that they were being told by their reps and management that they would have to be called mannequin bussy if they ever got mainstream bussy. pay and i said oh, i shit. don't like that I at love it. all justice for the bussy <laughs> we will be back next week with another episode uh, make sure you follow us on your podcasting app of choice to get notified when that episode goes up also follow us on youtube emo social club is the name i am brian and i'm lizzie goodbye nailed that outro thank you oh wow you didn't yeah you didn't screw it up like the last few times how do you I am working hard in my brain. Are you like the Funko Pops with the things inside the brain? Oh, is that a thing? It's a thing for some of them, apparently. Hmm. We haven't streamed in a while, okay? <laughs> I haven't been able to use my things.